friends, it's Andy Hetty coming to you live from the United States of America. In your Belinda, California. In your California. For the Living Fearless Devotion. On resurrectministry.com, where you can find all of our content, including some hopefully great ways in which you could deepen your walk with Christ, whether you know him or not. Uh, if you have not yet met him, it's a great way to get started. You could find podcasts, books, worship bands, pastors to follow, a lot of, um, I hope, interesting content. Yes. Our, my articles in the Christian Post. And it would be a great blessing for us if you would like and subscribe to join our social media channels. And if you care to partner with us, you can click the Donate Now button. And most importantly, drop us a line, leave us a comment uh, in the comment section. We read all of those ourselves, and we'd love to hear from you. Nice. Thank you. That was awesome. And um, you guys are going to love tonight because I have like five stories. Oh, no. no. <laughs> you sound a little congested. What happened? Yeah, the, the cold, the cold the came back? It's a, it's a nighttime cold. It's so weird. It really is. I had it for weeks. All through the day, I seem to be fine. And then it, the, the sun goes down and the it's cold It's like a back. demonic illness. It's so crazy. Yeah, go to resurrectministry.com and that's where you'll find all the stuff that we just talked about. And we have Carrie News on. Oh, I was all excited. <laughs> oh, God, oh, Carrie. I'm so, sad. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to hear that your friend died. Oh, how terrible. I, I, was it sudden? Yeah. Well, we're yeah. praying for his, we're going to pray for his family oh, when, we're, when we're over. Oh. So sorry to hear that. And then we have a message today about the beloved. The beloved. Uh, well, he's with. Well, God willing, he was a believer, then he will be with Jesus. The difficult part is for the family that he left behind. And, of course, his his wife and their child. Uh, cancer. Uh, I'm so cancer. sorry to hear that. Such an enemy. Yeah. We despise cancer. We despise cancer. All right. Well, should we get into morning by morning, and then we'll come back to the stories? Yes. Yeah, because uh, I think it's now that uh, we need some stories. Okay. To bring uh, a little light to uh, some. So some your stories, stories. are going to bring light? Yeah. Okay. Light. Yes. Cool. Cool. Um, so we're reading from Charles Spurgeon. The uh, book is Morning by Morning Devotional for March 20th. The reference is Song of Songs. Your favorite book? Eight. Yes. My beloved. My I beloved. I often say to you. Yeah. That I usually use schnuggums. Yes. The translation <laughs> for my beloved. Uh, Charles Spurgeon says, My beloved was a precious name the early church often ascribed to the anointed of the Lord during its most joyful times. When it was the season for the singing of birds, the sweet voice of the turtle dove could be heard in the land as she sang. My beloved is mine, and I am his. He grazes among the lilies. Turtle dove really sing? Yes. Oh, okay. Continually in her song of songs, she calls him by the, that wonderful name, my beloved. Mm. Even during Israel's long winter of sinfulness, with idolatry and had withered the garden of the Lord, her prophets still found enough time to lay aside the burden of the Lord on occasion and to say... As Isaiah, as Isaiah did, let me sing for my beloved, my love song concerning his vineyard. And although the Old Testament saints had not seen his face, for he had not yet come, 
flesh had made his dwelling among us, nor had they seen his glory. He was nevertheless the consolation of Israel, the hope and joy of all God's chosen, and the beloved of all those mm. who stand blameless before the Most High. Oh, I didn't catch that first time I read it. We who now live in the summer days of the church also love to speak of Christ as the most beloved of our souls. And he is very precious to us, the outstanding among 10,000. And although lovely. Altogether lovely. Oh, all, and altogether lovely. It is, all, it is so true the church loves Jesus and claims him as her beloved that the Apostle Paul defies the entire universe to separate us from the love of Christ and declares that neither trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword will be able to do so. In fact, he joyfully boasts in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. O oh Lord, help us to know you better, you eternally precious one. Amen. My sole possession is your love in earth beneath or heaven above. I have no other store, and though with fervent plea I pray and beseech you day after day, I ask you nothing more. From Madame Jean-Marie Guyon. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Okay. So My sole possession is your love. That's beautiful. Yes. So the earlier part uh, of this devotional that Charles is speaking of is that in the Old Testament, they're talking about my beloved of the coming Messiah. Messiah. Exactly. I, I did not even catch that the first time. Yeah. That they, the Messiah was already thought of to be most precious. Yes. Even though they had not seen him. Wow. That is awesome. It's, it's interesting because I was talking to a friend of mine who's Jewish, whose daughter is attending church. And she was having, she's having amazing experiences, truly loves it, um, says she has not yet accepted Christ. And she says, and I asked her why. And she says, well, because she identifies as a Jew. And I said, well, Christ was a Jew. And I said, it's the same God. It's the God of Moses. It's the God of Jacob. It's the Messiah of the Jews. He was the Messiah of the Jews. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I guess that's true. And I was like, yeah, it's just accepting that he came to set you free. To give you the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, why miss out on that power? So, let's see how it goes. So true. Yeah. Um, I, I was doing an earlier broadcast for uh, my Live Life Wise TV. Ah. And I took a little bit of Philip DeCourcy's uh, message from Kindred Church in Anaheim mm -hmm. about that living the Christ life. Is, is not hard. It's impossible. <laughs> and then I read from Ephesians, which talks about his grace, the grace of God, of, of what he did for us in sending his son down, that this son died um, a torturous death for our sins and was nailed to our sins. And that that is amazing all by itself. Yes. That that is precious, that that is, um, you know, just beyond our even, our, our, our ability to think it's just beyond. So that being one part of it, but it's but to live up to it or to to be able to even 
attempt to pay back that love mm-hmm. and that graciousness, yeah. that it, it's an impossibility. But we, we, then we stop like with that understanding quite often. I did. Ah, okay. For 25 years. Oh, well, you can't repay it. It's no. a free gift. But I just, I just thought, well, that's it. That's all. I, he, he died for us. I accept that fact. I, uh, I, I, I think of it as, as just like this great gift he has given us. And, then, and I'm done. And now? And now. <laughs> it's I'm not re- following you yet. I'm on a rabbit trail and I'm not following you. It's the realization that, that Philip was talking about because I listened to us and I read because uh... I transcribed the whole thing. Is that here is the, here's the most important part. Okay. Is that you have to understand that you need to allow him to dwell inside of you. That he needs to fill you. Yes. To, to, to allow him to guide your hands. Yes. To guide your eyes, your ears, your heart, your body. Your Amen. Feet, Preach. Part of that. So it's the one thing to accept him. But now what are you going to do? You don't have to. There's yes. no work involved. You don't have to do any work, but you do need to have him dwell inside you so that you can live as Christ wants you to live. You, you want to be. It's impossible to do that, yes. to live the life of a Christ follower without it. Yes. And at least. At minimum, you need to accept the fact that he's going to dwell inside you and that you have to follow his guidance. The Holy Listen Spirit. Him. What are you saying to me? Go ask him what he needs. Ask him what he needs, Andy. Ask him what he needs. Ask him what he needs. You know, if, if I told my kids 10 times to do something and didn't listen to them, I'd smack them upside the head. But God uh, doesn't do that. But it just was, I was just reading this message and then I had to jump on. I had to tell somebody, so I couldn't wait to. Ah, uh, likewise, is that, listen, this is what you have to understand. It's impossible to live. It's impossible. Yes. But uh, the closest we're going to come is by allowing him to dwell inside us and, and operate. Freely. Allow, allow him to, to use us. Move the furniture around. Yeah, sorry. I got all, I got all crazy there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's, that's something that you can look at and say, oh, beloved. Okay. My beloved. My beloved. My gosh, you did all that. Well, being at that concert last night, we, I mean, we went to a, a worship event uh, with Brandon Lake last night, and that's always what happens to me, which I'm so grateful for at um, worship events, is that it brings me back to my first love, that passion and intimacy of meeting Christ almost feels like for the first time, that just overwhelming joy of being filled with the Spirit and being with, in a room full of people filled with the Spirit. And being like, nothing else matters right now, Lord. I just want to spend this time with you. You are my beloved. And there is no greater gift than that. And I, and I just realized that what I'd been struggling with lately is, as we were dealing with these difficulties with the children, was that, that um, distraction from worry had kept my heart from realizing and appreciating that joy that is normally very natural for me. The worry blocked the joy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just like you, the preoccupation, you think, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not sinning. I'm not, but it is somewhat of a sin when you worry too much that it clouds your connection and intimacy with the Lord. It is a sin because we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to operate freely and our thoughts are distracted, our hearts distracted, and our service to the kingdom suffers 
when we're distracted by worry, anxiety, fear, depression, whatever it may be. Yeah, that uh, the not handing things over to God because you think that you can deal with it yourself is sinful. Yep. Hanging on to it and not saying, God, you, you're so powerful, I, I know that you can have this and you yes. will take care of it. But it is something that is not in our human nature. It's, we, want to, we want to hang on to things. And we want to, I'm not saying you did this, but I know that there's times where I have wanted to feel sorry for myself. Yeah, I, no, I want, I want this period of time <laughs> to, be, to be upset. Whoa, is me. Whoa, is me. I, uh, you know, there's that little period of time, like I just want to go out and just drown my sorrows in, in Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does, and this, here, there's the other part of Philip's message about drunkenness. Yes, oh, a, a so courageous. It was he so really awesome. went out there, folks, and he just he just laid it all on the table. The prohibition against drunkenness, delicately balanced against the freedom we have in Christ, and brought up the really important point that Paul brings in Corinthians that not um, every liberty I take because it's not good for me. So you're not you have the liberty not to take the liberty. Um, and also to pay attention not to let your brother stumble as a result of the liberties that you take. Right. The responsibility we have to the sensitivities of our brothers and sisters uh, and, and being conscious of that in our actions. Kate is saying your mic is cutting in and out. Mine is? Yeah. Huh. Oh, oh. Uh. Sorry. There, there we go. Sorry about that. Wow, you guys could hear me. <laughs> no, you're here, yeah, because you're the only one that was on. Oh no, mine was off. Mine was red. No, no, no. It, it's swapped. Remember, you have my mic, which is one, mic oh, one. Mine was mic two. Sorry about that. And now the guys over at uh, at Jack's place are going to yell at us. Oh no! <laughs> First fifteen minutes with bad sound. <laughs> oh my! Do you want me to go over that all over again? No, but, I think we're I, good. <laughs> saying hi to one another. Carrie sings there was something perfect that I explained. Don't remember what that was, but thank you. <laughs> hi, Kate. And Kate's saying hi to Carrie. And Carrie um, echoes the sentiment that worship brings us close to mm. him. And Hannah's saying worry is a sin. Amen. And worry is something God tells us not to do. Yeah. We need to keep our mind on Jesus. And sometimes easier said than done. That is true. So Cindy, Cindy, <laughs> Cindy does want me to repeat my whole story. Okay, so, no. <laughs> I was just talking about the graciousness of God uh, in what he did for us and giving us his son and taking away all of our sins, that that is, is fantastic. But like I did, I forgot that we needed, or I didn't forget, I just did not realize that we needed the to. Christian uh, life is impossible without the indwelling of the Holy indwelling Spirit. Indwelling of the Holy Spirit has to be, has to be part of it. So good. What do you mean, no, yeah. Hannah? <laughs> Hannah's like, no, don't start from the beginning. <laughs> um, I was going to say the part that uh, Pastor um, uh, Philip talked about was the triple, the triple A, the AA. 
yeah. The AA, and he went through the thing. I, I have it pulled up on my other computer, but saying you you drink to take away your sadness only to be more sad or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he read a whole long thing that was really so yeah. true. <laughs> Everything you think alcohol is going to cure, it makes it worse, exactly. essentially. Uh, and went through a whole list of things that we, we back in our drinking days, thought it was going to make these things better. And when, in fact, it, uh, it just did. led to more and more sorrow. <laughs> but it was such a great list of, of, of information. Thank you, uh, Kate, for letting me know about my mic, too. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, we, we talked about the, um, the message of, of drinking alcohol as one that you don't hear at churches very no. often. I don't, I've never heard a sermon on church. They'll say something maybe like, uh, yeah, you can have wine, but you just can't get drunk or something. I mean, they'll say yeah. that. But he he went pretty deep. Yes, and nearly uh, half the sermon was on that. It was so, it was so refreshing. I, I, you know, that's I mean, I don't I don't mind the the controversial, obviously the controversial messages as long as it's script. You know, it's from the Bible, yeah. it's scripture, and it's it's truth. And sometimes we need to hear the truth. Not sometimes, all the time we need to hear the truth. All the time. <laughs> And I, you know what? I it's think it's supposed to convict you. It's I know supposed, it's supposed to make you check your life and be like, "Where am I with this?" You know. And you just wonder if uh, I would have heard that message from one of the other churches that I went to early on, how that might have like been a impactful. You know, you don't, you don't know. Yeah. Oh, if you had, yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, my friend Glenn always talks about that. He's like, if people would have told me earlier, maybe I would have listened. Mm -hmm. You know that the the we hope that the message of the gospel is the uplifting parts and the convicting parts that people would read both yep. um, in order to edify, to, to bring knowledge to the, to the body. Otherwise people walk around yeah. limping. There's no doubt that my time in Salt Lake city, Utah, when Jesus appeared in front of me within arm's reach was impactful that I, I, I flew home in the days thinking about everything and really, re, and really thinking about, you know, my life and that I was focusing on my kids, but it didn't, it didn't change me about my drinking habits or my, you know, maybe my mouth. It did. I, I already had made the commitment that I was just going to focus on my kids. So I was already going right. to do that, but it didn't change any of those other things. What changed me was his presence and going to a church at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills that taught scripture hearing God's word like I'd never heard it before that it started to chip away at the things. Amen. That's my articles about today. Oh, so good that you have to have that. I mean, this is all coming together now. Schnooks, the <laughs> devotional speak. It's, it's this whole thing. Speaking to our friends, Hannah and Carrie and, and Cindy and all the people that Lisa, all the people that join us. It's this conversation of doing church with, with godly people that it really yes. makes these connections and say, what, what else can I chip away? That's holding me back from a yes. relationship with God. Yes. That the sun sets free is free. Indeed. We're supposed to mm. live free, free of strongholds of any kind of addiction, any kind of shortcoming. And that if we're not constantly sanctified, going through the process of sanctification, we're moving backwards. Yep. I remember Pastor Jack gave a great sermon about that too. It's like you should constantly see your life in Christ moving forward, advancing, moving from glory to glory, trying to get better. Otherwise, you're moving backwards. Yep. Uh, I, I, 
it was uh, really beautiful because at one point, you know, just praying a lot um, last night and during um, one set, I found myself crying out to God in repentance. Um, and I was saying um, Isaiah's words that woe is me. I am a woman of unclean lips in a land with people of unclean lips, mm. um, apologizing to the Lord for just a bad mouth. <laughs> we talked about that the other day and uh, I heard a couple things back, which were nice, but it was, um, it was just really nice. Again, another part of being set free is repentance, that constant process of purification and getting closer to righteousness through Christ. When we repent of our sins, we call them to our mind, we repent of them and he purifies us. But if we don't mm. call them to our attention, then we just continue to leave them as patterns in our life and they are destructive and they can eventually lead to even greater sins. Something you want to say before I... I, I, I was, and then I saw you going to a couple of things. No, Let's, go ahead. Uh, oh, no, the only thing I was going to say is that it really, I see, I'm, I'm, I'm more conscious of so many things now that relate to God. Every Almost every word that comes out of my mouth or every moment that I spend with my kids to doing things that I would not have done before, like driving the two littles to their new school, two of my kids changed schools. And uh, it wasn't because it was because of just something that needed to be done and knowing this was going to be difficult for them. And then praying with my two little, two little ones before I dropped them off. Like it says, that's not something that net that would have just naturally come to my mind, oh, but with the, the Holy spirit dwelling inside me now, it's like, you know, this let's pray. And Rhett and Bo said, amen. And yes, and, and, and felt it. And I felt that the message that God gave me to say to them was one of encouragement and not looking back. It was looking forward Yes, and uh, using this opportunity to grow as men. And, uh, and I, 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 but it's, it's not me. It's again, it's, it's the greatness of God Amen. that comes, uh, comes, uh, it makes an appearance every day, every second of the day. It's just awesome. Hallelujah. That's, that's all I was going to say. <laughs> So Carrie says she likes the tough stuff to stay on target. Mm -hmm. Yes, I totally agree. And Hannah says, be a Berean, check everything according to the word of God. Mm. Amen. <laughs> Cindy had a conversation in the church parking lot about why she doesn't drink alcohol. <laughs> Last night. Last night. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Philip de Corsi, I mean, we've not mentioned him too much because we don't go there all the time, but uh, Kindred Church in Anaheim, uh, Cindy. Asked. No, I was just saying, if oh. you, uh, that's a really good message to support probably what you yes. told this gentleman last Literally night. Literally every biblical oh my argument gosh. about drinking, not drinking, drunkenness. It was a good wine, 30 minutes. The benefits of wine. Um, <laughs> yeah, everything. It was really awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's really good. A good supportive message. And Hannah saying, be Christ-like. And then Hannah saying, now Andy's hooked on sugar drinks. Oh, you saw this. You probably saw this. Oh, it's it's actually unsweetened <laughs> fruit tea. <laughs> Cindy saying, you can't move forward and stand still. Andy Stanley, got to no. move forward toward Jesus to become more like him. Oh, and then Hannah says, Andy Stanley needs, has his own issues. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I kinda... Who's Andy Stanley? I don't even know who he is. Oh, he's one of those pastors that makes videos like, Oh. Um, I think it's mostly on couples, if I'm not mistaken. Either that or he has a brother. Oh, what did you no, I think it is Andy Stanley. 
Charles no. Stanley, you know, is very famous. Yeah. I don't think he needed to confess. They might be related, but Andy Stanley, there was something. I, I remember hearing something. Oh, too. no. It, it caused me to think, like, I thought I heard something about Andy Stanley. I don't know what it is. And uh, Cindy's saying, I like what's quoted in my comment. <laughs> That's it. That's all you're saying about Andy Stanley at this point. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> no, but it's like the other uh, guy who, who, had, who was a pastor. Oh, this is the controversy. Gays in the controversy. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait a minute, though. That, that's a whole that's a whole topic right there, Hannah. Um, when, you, <laughs> when you say gays in the con congregation, I don't think that we're supposed to ban. I mean, I, I'm not a pastor, but I don't think we're supposed to ban gays from attending the church. How else are they going to be set free? I don't think they should pastor a church, no. nor do we condone homosexuality, but um, they should definitely be welcome. Everybody's welcome. Mm. If somebody wants to shoot but, us. But then you can't shy away from a message that talks about men and women no. marrying and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, there, there's there is the problem with the churches that they invite, you know, LGBTQ and or whatever you want to call okay, them, and then say, you know, we're just gonna avoid anything that has to do with <laughs> Adam and Eve. No. Well, that's what's happened to a lot of churches, right? Okay, let's just okay, drinking, that's controversial. Stop right. talking about that. Then it's like a homosexuality. That's controversial. Don't talk about that. Gender is now controversial. Don't talk about that. Um, how does anybody get set free like that? Right. I mean, you you assume that because they're coming to the church, they're coming and they to be convicted so that they could break free of the strongholds over their lives. Right. It's like uh, the the message on alcohol. Said, well, exactly. I know we have a lot of people that are probably going to go go watch the Super Bowl and get drunk, so I'm going to avoid the you know right. don't drink message. Uh, Carrie says uh gays who want to be accepted as holy in in the sin is the yeah, problem yeah, yeah absolutely um oh shoot i forgot what i was gonna say um what's the other story oh I, no those stories don't go along with it with the devotionals so i want to get the scripture before we leave oh, the devotional okay then they're just totally off topic well maybe maybe not okay. song of solomon's <laughs> two eight the voice of my beloved behold he comes leaping over the mountains Bounding over the hills. Song of Solomon 2.16. My beloved is mine and I am his. He browses among the lilies. I got to say, I kind of, you know, everyone says that this is uh, the Song of Songs is also an analogy between Christ and the bride, like with us as the church. Some parts of it, I... Yeah. I, I get a little uncomfortable with that. <laughs> it reminds me of what uh, Brad... I don't know if that's like a, that's across the board with all scholars say that, but... I don't know. To me, it's a little uncomfortable. You probably know the song. I can't think of the song right now, but Brandon was talking about that somebody presented him with the uh, the song that has become fam one of his famous songs about the love of Jesus Christ. Gratitude. Oh, gratitude. Yeah, yeah. That it, he go that when he heard, when he was either sung the song or he read the words of the song, he goes, "Now nah, that's a little bit weird." Like I'm not. Oh no, his first one that he gave away to Hillsong or one of the other bands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he took it back. Rest on me, and then he. Back. Then he took it back, but it's that same thing, though. No, different. That it's it, it's like, oh, I, I don't want to talk about Jesus as my boyfriend kind of feeling. Well, yeah, but I mean, some of the verses I don't know off the top of my head right now. Some mm. of the song of songs verses, which are like, if you listen to Driscoll's interpretation, very, very much about relationships and husband and wives and intimacy, sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. So I just don't want to think about that with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little weird. That's all I'm saying. I hear you. Okay. So Isaiah 5 1. 
I will sing for the one I love, a song about his vineyard. My loved one had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. Oh, I wonder what the rest of that says. John one fourteen. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Mm -hmm. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, father full of grace and truth. 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 Luke 2, 25. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. This is the time before the New Testament. So the Holy Spirit could be on him, but not in him. Oh, before the hmm. New Testament believers. Romans 8.35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Hmm. That's all I got. Wow. What about Jim? What's Jim have to say? Want to hear what Jim has to say? Yeah. Through your voice. Okay. <laughs> In the Old Testament, oil symbolizes the Holy Spirit. Thus, today, believers speak of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Just as David wrote, you anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Paul, in the following passage, uses similar language to describe God's great love for us. God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man. Though for a good man, some might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own, his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ hmm. died for us. Romans 5, 5 through 8. Greater love has no one than this. John 15, 13. Mm. The beloved. That is something else. Carrie says, it all comes together, Andy. Love the stories. What you learn from them? Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> It says, preach the word of God in and out of season. Water it down and it justifies the lifestyles. Nope. Jesus paid the price for all sin, but how will they know when sin is, what sin is unless we tell the whole truth? Amen, sister. Mm. Absolutely. Wow. So what I was thinking about, I'm not going to tell you, I mean, I'm not going to go through like these long stories. Oh. Uh, what, I, what I am going to say though is that you didn't make a little jingle yet for Andy's story? No, oh, I know I gotta do that. Mm. Is that I'm the, the blessings that I feel mm. are, are I'm trying to think of the right words because you know, some sometimes you feel happy just because you're lucky to have a bunch of stuff. <laughs> right you're lucky to have a house roof over your head food in the refrigerator i i've told the story about when i had thought about killing myself when i was younger uh and it was i was really dark time obviously and then as i was reaching for the gun putting it up to my chin and putting pressure on the trigger that that that, that the Sally struthers commercial came up with the ethiopians that were starving and distended stomach. stomach and flies in their eyes. And I'm sitting there, I was on a waterbed that was heated <laughs> with a jacuzzi right outside my sliding glass door. I could walked out and right into the, the warm jacuzzi and could have got another, you know, beverage you from the refrigerator. You were a player. Yeah. yeah. And so area, I'm like, I got to, and I go, 
<laughs> what? <laughs> you are an idiot. So when I, when I think of that, I, I, just the blessings that God give me, even though I'm an idiot, just a sinful man who just like was like wallowing and, and just that a girl had, had wronged me is what I was mostly yeah. sad about. Sensitive. <laughs> it never happened again. I think so, of, I think of total annihilation in those days, but you were just sensitive. Yeah. And so I think after that, then you, you just feel like, oh, I'm just lucky to have a bunch of stuff. So there can be happiness and you can be like all walking around, strutting around like you're all that, you know, and there's that level of, of, I guess, arrogance, arrogance, <laughs> but being blessed by God and then coming to the realization that God loves me and that he, he waited for me and has blessed me with you. The life that I have now as a godly man is so far beyond just having stuff. Hopefully and money in the bank or whatever it is, right? Health. Yes, for sure. You can have health, you can have money out, and you can still be a sad piece of <laughs> dirt. Emoji, poop emoji. Yes. But when you have when you have God and and no matter what's happening, because you can still have stuff happening, but yes. you walk and you walk, you got the smile. You got this weird I got this weird smile on my face today. Oh. As I, as I'm drop, I, I pray. You're having divine appointments. Yes. I pray for my kids. It was like the, it was like such a, and as I was driving, you know, and, and we're driving and, and well, praying. See, uh, and Do you I see think, what I'm saying though? Okay. So yeah. here, I think we yeah. need to explain this to the audience because there's more people here than are usually on yeah. and they may not know us. So maybe we need a little description in the beginning of just two ordinary folks walking with Jesus mm. because what you're describing is an everyday life of a mature Christian praying over their kids. Mm. But for us, every oh one gosh. of these steps is so miraculous because of where we've come from. Yes. So I think it's important that people understand that we're what we're experiencing as relatively new Christians is, is as a miraculous work of God because we were so wretched before we met God. <laughs> yes. So, yes. So the thought of like, you know, waking up and being like, I'm going to pray over my kids and, you know, we're going to pray together before I drop them off rather than be like, suck it up, go, new school, whatever, move on. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just a, it's just a dramatic lifestyle change that was not possible without yeah. Jesus. Yeah. The moments of, uh, of adversity are just so, they're flickering now. They're like flickers of sadness or whatever it is, angst. Angst is a good word. Thanks. Um, but the, but the, I mean, from this morning to the the pray to seeing my uh, ex wife feeling the tension and the anger, and I was saying it's okay, and she's going no, but I want. I go no, it's okay. It's just the contrast. It's like <laughs> what? Who is this? Who is this guy in this <laughs> in this, in this Andy suit, suit? This Andy suit. It's just like, and I walked out, and I was like. <laughs> to my car and she's still going but no i want to and then i leave that i go to a bodhi i go to a bodhi coffee shop i walk in and some guy looks at me like as i'm going by and i felt him looking at me and i looked at him i go i think he, i must know him from somewhere and i order my coffee and i get my car i start walking out and he goes andy and i turn he goes oh that is you he goes you and i used to speak together at these men's groups and we went to <laughs> do you remember we went to and One i go <laughs> And I just started laughing. I go, brother, you have no idea that I'm so happy I saw you today. His name is Max. And uh, I told Andy, did you tell me you were faking it before? 
I didn't know I was faking it. That's the difference. I just thought I was. Yeah, no, I told him. I told him everything. But it was just so relieving to be able to witness to somebody or to give my witness to somebody that, hey, I, 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 I enjoyed all that time. All that time was great. I said, but I wasn't walking with God. I said, but I, I know what it means to walk with God now. Was he shocked? Yeah. No. No, he's probably seen it a hundred times. And this is a guy that speaks a lot. I mean, his thing is speaking, and now he's running Maybe a church. And him. It could have been. Who knows? And he was sitting with another pastor, and he introduced me to this other pastor, and they just opened a church in Fullerton. So I leave that, and I go to do a dog thing where I'm uh, help training this dog uh, in, in Brea. And the father, the customer was the daughter. The father is an ex-police officer that knows me, and I'm I, sorry to say I don't recognize him, but... Um, he, uh, we get outside and he says, you know, I said, I said, so what, what's your plan? What are you doing? He goes, oh, my, my wife and I are going to South Dakota. And I go, oh, I said, you're one of those. You're, you're leaving us <laughs> instead of fighting. And he goes, yeah, but God has called. And as soon as he says that the conversation turns to God and what church yeah. he went to. And, you know, you know, we, we, we want to stay here and fight, but we just feel like God's calling us to, and it came in this whole conversation. And so they're getting a bite dog for the daughter that's staying behind. Yeah. Okay. She's young. And so, but my, the, the point of telling these things is each one of these things would never have happened to Christian religious Andy. None of these things would have happened. It would have been, hi, oh yeah, you're the guy from church. Okay, so are we going to go, you know, what are your plans for tonight? Where are we going? I mean, it would have turned so, turned out so Aww. different. Last thing before I end my Andy story. No, please. Is that you're the, on a roll. The thing is, is that my kids, my boys, and I've kind of shared this before, where they say something like, you know, I, I got my I, I got my nine-year-old or uh, you know, Bo. He says, when I turn 21, I want to have a beer with my buddies or something like that. Yeah. And you so, want to go to a bar for yeah. my first birthday. <laughs> and if so, you learn nothing, and so, and so and even Kelly said something about that. And I and he goes, Well, you did that. And I said, son, I said, you know, the one thing that I want to make sure and do and be a witness is I want. I don't want to glorify those times as Jack has told us not to glorify them. I want to share with you that what it's like to live as I live now and how much more glorious it is to do this than what I was doing then. Now it, you'll see friends and you'll see, you know, um, hear songs glorifying it. You'll see TikToks glorifying whatever it is you're doing. I said, but I'm telling you that I know for a fact that how I, how I'm living now is so free. Amen. It's it's free of 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 trying to live a lie. It's free of hangover. It's free of all the things that uh, Philip uh, listed on that AA, you know, yeah. blessing, whatever it was he was talking about. That every single one of those things was true about alcohol. Yes, and I just want to be able to share that with him. And so I I, I go, I want to be the the um, a, a demonstration of what it's like to live a life with God. And for you to say, you know what, I'm, I, I'm going to avoid that. And, well, and I hope that that's going to be the you're also a testimony to the other life. Yeah. Because he lived through that, those mistakes with you. Yeah. You know, so um, they got to see both sides. And hopefully yeah. they see a better version. But I've been walking around all day on a, I'm just on this high. Because it's just such a glorious thing to be able to share that with with no nervousness you know how i used to get nervous talking about god yeah a little bit like oh am i gonna say the right thing is, oh, is jesus sprouting yeah and i go oh yeah i'm here talking to max copley who's this guy who speaks and he's been around the church oh, forever yeah, i've heard that name actually. and so he and i are talking Al, that's, Carrie says andy's cup runneth over with joy <laughs> no longer need an alms cup like a beggar right 
<laughs> is this my alms cup? Uh, and Hannah's saying, bank crash, no money. Yeah, mm. That may be coming too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's nothing ordinary about us. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> Thank you. And Lisa saying, uh, yes, Lisa saying, hi. hi. She's in disguise with her LifeWise <laughs> channel. <laughs> and Hannah says, be a man of God, holy and acceptable to the Lord. Mm. Ah, so good. Um, well, I was, I was a little giddy. Aww. I'm a little giddy, Schnooks. I'm glad. <laughs> you deserve to be goody. Giddy. <laughs> and goody. goody. A goody. I'm a goody giddy. Um, what about you? I cranked out my article today. Yeah. Uh, good article. You guys are going to love this article. I just, uh, I just feel compelled. It was, um, it was just really cathartic. It's very, uh, rejuvenating for me to talk about. Uh, the ways in which I was set free by the Lord. Mm. And um, so my editor, for those of you who didn't hear, wanted me to write on this whole issue of demon possession. And basically I, I framed it as this convergence of the move of God on the earth right now in the midst of darkness and financial uncertainty and all this other turmoil between the Asbury revival, the Jesus revolution film, and then not um, out in Jesus I think it's called Out in Jesus's Name. It's a movie on deliverance that Greg Locke did. There's just all this talk about the move of the Holy Spirit, about Jesus, the transformation, what's happening. And it's got everyday ordinary people learning about the power of the Holy Spirit. And so a lot of, and with that has come the controversy of whether Christians can be possessed. So I stated my opinion on that. And then I just said, you know what? The most important thing is running through the steps of, being set free so that Christians are not bound. So whether that demon is in you, next to you, on top of you, who really cares where he's located? Let's just get rid of demonic influences in our lives, period. Mm. It's a good, good article. Can't wait for That's Thursday. Can't wait to hear what people have to say about it. I look, you don't look. You, oh, don't, look, yeah. you don't look at the comments. Yeah, the comments are brutal, folks. Brutal. Christians are mean. <laughs> you know, I don't have my I don't have my phone with me, but let me see if I can bring up this message. One one thing happened last night. This is so kind of funny. Kind of explains again what um oh there it is. Um of where I was. So last night we were at uh, Brandon Lake concert, as we said. Yes. And then Hetty and I happened to be at a previous Brandon Lake. It was last year sometime. And um we were asked if we would uh go on video. And they said they wanted us to say what our favorite song was and then a little bit about why, what, what that song meant to us. And so I shot a little video um, and mine was uh, talking to Jesus. And then I talked about how it, it spoke to me about my kids and, and I wanted them to learn to talk to Jesus or something, something along those lines. But that was last year. So we're at Brandon Lake in uh, the YouTube theater, which is a huge theater. It held, held, held 5,000 people, something like that. Yep. Somewhere around 5,000 people. And in the middle of the concert, there's a little pause and it plays the video. And there I am on this big, gigantic screen talking about my favorite song is talking to Jesus and talking about my kids. Well, a friend of mine from a couple of years back, I think it's been even before COVID since I've seen her um, and she's been married and now she's pregnant and that kind of stuff. She said she sends me a message and just listen to the words that she says. And I said, hey, that was a great concert. She says, sure was shocked me to see you on the screen had to say hello hope you are doing well the shock part is not it was just shocked to see me 
at a Christian concert. <laughs> that's how I read it. Uh, Is that the the shock? So I I think that that's uh, that was cool to see. You know, for her to see also. You know that even good things can come hey. from a, a wretch like me. Aww. That those are the things that are happening. Seeing uh, you know Max Copley today and him saying hey and having that talk and being able to, to share that kind of stuff. But uh, those are the things that are kind of making me happy right now and, uh, and not being not me. Yeah. <laughs> you gave way. You, you, what? You, <laughs> I just got an honorable mention there, folks. No, yeah. I just called you my beloved. Oh, yes. Yeah, so when we started, I oh, said, you were, I said, okay. I call you my beloved. Lisa's saying she can't wait. Uh, wait or I, can't wait to watch replay from the beginning and miss the last live. Sounds like a good bath time. <laughs> Maybe that's a typo, Lisa. Bedtime. Bedtime or bath oh, time? Oh, I don't know. We didn't talk about our bath time. We actually have no hot Her, water. She'll, right she'll now, watch so. it while she's taking a bath. Drunk on no sugar. <laughs> and goody giddy. Yeah. Like that. Uh, and oh, bedtime with my article. It's coming out on Thursday. So you're going to have to wait till then. Yes. And then Brandon Lake from Bethel. Brandon Lake is actually a, from a Southern Baptist church. Uh, he's been a Christian his entire life. Uh, but he's a famous songwriter. So he's written songs for Bethel and Hillsong and everybody, Furtick, Elevation, everybody. But he's on his own now. Uh, but he did sing with... Um, Benjamin uh, Hastings. Last night, but also with um, City... Uh, what's it called? We saw him at Irvine. Uh, Maverick City. Maverick City. And he also sings yeah, Maverick City. Yeah, and that was, that was really interesting to watch him with Maverick City because he's not like the main guy. Yeah. Like they they all just kind of take turns. And he even said how hard that was that tour. Oh. Like he said, it almost killed you know, him. It almost killed him <laughs> because it was so many days away from family. And yeah, he was really beautiful because we were at the um, VIP thing that they did the question and answers, and he talked about how his first ministry was his family and his children, and how honored he was to to have kids and to raise them right. And so he's now, while he's touring alone, scheduling tours only on the weekends, one weekend a month, and then going back to his family and then going back on the road. A tactic he said he learned from Phil Wickham. Oh. Yeah. And Alisa said, we should post a video of Andy at the concert with, uh, with you. <laughs> yeah, I got to find that video. I wonder if they have that on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, I have to look for that. And Lisa's saying bath time because she watches videos in her bath. Oh, I watch videos in my shower. So I know exactly <laughs> what you're what you're talking about. And Lisa's saying she loves Brandon Lake with Maverick City. Yeah. That was that was amazing too. We've seen him what three, four times? What you? Yeah, no, we've seen him three times. Yeah. <laughs> three times. Three the times lady in next a year. to me is like, what is it? You guys groupies? And I was like, Yeah, just about. <laughs> because when the video came on, she like looked at the video and then looked over at me and then looked yeah, at the video and, and goes, That's, that's you. <laughs> Like, what are you guys groupies? And I was like, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Wow, you did a lot of talking the night, Snugs. Did I? Yeah. Um, anything else? I think we got it. I think We're we going got on it. Two minutes now. Oh, really? Wow. Thank you, guys. Yeah. What are we gonna watch? What are we? Who are we gonna listen to tonight for our pastor? I don't know, and I don't know if any of you are following Francis Chan these days, but he's got some really good sermons. He's gotten super deep, that brother. Yeah. Yeah, humble and and deep. So I enjoy those. I liked it. Who we listened to last night? I feel like we listened to somebody different last night. Oh, I put it on. You were zonked out. I was out. Yeah, you, you laid down and on? yeah. 
past bedtime. <laughs> oh, I put on uh, what's his name that spoke at uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills the other day. We weren't there. Barry Stagner. No. Oh, I missed the Barry Stagner. No, I didn't listen to oh, Barry because uh, I knew you would want to. Oh, the uh, Ray Comfort. Yeah, Ray Comfort. I was listening to him. Cindy loves was... Francis Chan. I know we've got another Francis Chan fan. Yeah, I, I'm back to listening. I listened to Francis Chan uh, for years, for a good couple of years when he had a church. But then he left, and then he, to me, he sounded a little bit whiny. He got a little whiny. And so I was going, you know, I'm not happy with this whininess. <laughs> Every time he's turned it around. And now he's back to being pretty Solid. strong, a strong speaker. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> we're, we're, we're very judgy. <laughs> that's the part that still needs to be chipped away, I think. Yes. And we, we kind of hang on to that judginess. I, I'm a woman of unclean lips and among people of unclean lips. <laughs> better i'm a work in progress lord <laughs> yeah maybe we'll listen to barry tonight yes that should be our our goal all right my friends unless you have something else no that's it. i think we got it we love you guys thank you for spending time with us yes god bless bye bye